Hey everyone, we're back from a hiatus, but we got some stuff in store. We're trying out some new things here on the podcast, like talking to judges after the performances and kind of getting an idea of why they placed the teams the way they did. We're also trying, going to try doing some stuff like today, where we try previews for comps and kind of do our little prediction games and also do postmortems and kind of like analyze how we thought the comp went after after the fact. If you like anything we're doing, let us know by commenting, subscribing to us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever you listen. And also let us know. Hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, email. And let us know if you if there are other topics you want us to do or if you just want if you like what you're hearing. Also, a little bit of a spoiler warning. This podcast we do talk a little bit about um, performances that we've seen. If you absolutely don't want to spoil yourself, you might want to avoid listening to this podcast. However, we don't go into too much detail with any with any team. That being said, if you are a judge, don't watch this. Don't listen to this at all. All right, other than that, let's get into it. All right, welcome to another episode of the Bangara Podcast. Today, we're joined by Saab Grover. Uh, we're going to be talking about Circle, Circle City and Bangara Law this upcoming weekend. And we're going to kind of go through, give, give our thought, first top thoughts about the performances, predictions, and discuss from there. Hi, everyone. My name is Saab Grover. Uh, let's get talking, man, about Circle City and Blowout. Yeah, dude. Comps I've danced at. Uh, both interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think we're going to start with Circle City. Right, Umer? Yeah, let's go. All right. So Circle City, the lineup is ASD, Boiler Pangara, Fodge, GT Pangara, Michigan Pangara team, Ministry of Pangara, NJ Joshile, and SDS. So what are your predictions? What are you thinking? Who do you think is going to win? Actually, actually, before we do that, let's go over the rubric real quick, yeah. very quickly. So this rubric is definitely looking a little, definitely execution baits. 40, 40 points for set design and 60, 60 points execution, 20 points for choreography, um, t- 10, for, um, 10 for formations, 10 for creativity. Then for execution, there's 10, 20 for synchronization, 10 for formations, 15 for energy and grace, and 15 for tr- traditionality. If you want more details about the specific descriptions for each um, for each block, you can check the show notes. We'll have a link to the uh, link to a picture of the rubric if you want to check that out and use it for when you're watching the show on the live stream or whatever. But based off of that, Saab, what are you thinking? Who are you gonna win? Who do you have? Who do I have? So that's a, I mean, that's an interesting lineup because you know you, you take a look at it, right? You have like very folk teams, okay? And when I mean folk, I mean you know not like crazy choreo modifications and everything. I mean, great set design. So you have NJ, who's on a complete different spectrum than Fodge. And then you have like MBT, who's on the NJ side. Then SDS, I kind of put in the middle in between that NJ and Fodge, kind of like right in between that. But really, well, who I have right now, I have Fodge winning it. I have uh, NJ coming in second and MBT at third. And I'll tell you, my, my dark horse for this competition is and if they do fix their execution, is going to be SDS. Oh, uh, I, have, I think do, they can. They, yeah, why do you have they them? Can, why do I have? Well, I have SDS because I think they can steal a placing with their execute execution. They have the set design. When you watch their sets, I, I, and I just uh, competed against them at Motor City. Um, when you watch their sets, they flow. They don't have any real. The choreography it makes sense. The the it goes with the drops. It goes with the beats. Their formations. They have creative moments. But what they're really lacking in is their execution. So if they bring that one notch up, they can easily steal a third place. 
uh, at this competition. I don't know if they're going to be able to take you know second or first, but uh, definitely steal third place. I see it. Hmm. Well, so personally, so you're, you're, you're kind of like, mm, I don't know. So for, personally, personally, I hope, I hope Forge sucks. I have to go, go, I have to dance against them in two months at Bruin. Um, so I hope they suck. But realistically, <laughs> they're going to be good, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> so no, I, 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 with your placings, I agree entirely. Um, this is an execution. This is an execution-based um, performance. F- now, well, honestly, for right now, I'm thinking like Fodge and NJ Joshile, like they can fight for second. I loved Fodge's um, big ten set. That being said, execution wasn't really there. They danced in sync for sure, but like legs were garbage. Um, Nucker was amazing, of course. It's, like they were really good with that, but like they just couldn't. Like they were gassed. The entire time, like the, their sub segment was really easy stamina wise. A lot of stuff that like just stamina wise and execution wise wasn't the best. So based on this, and Ford is known for their creativity, pushing the boundary, and I love that. I love like watching and dissecting their performances. But just because of that, I could see them losing out to NJ. And NJ lasted. They got second at Circle, right? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they lost to uh, for Diva. Okay. Right. <laughs> But no, like I mean, like but the thing, but like one thing I will say, like they have energy. I mean, it's NJ, it's an NJ team. Like they have energy, they have that, they have all that. Like and they will execute well. And especially if like if it's if it's the same dancers from last year, this year, I think they have a very good shot of getting first. So uh, right now, I have Fodge and uh, Fodge and NJ like first and second. I don't, I'm not really sure where. Third, I do have MBT based off of just watching it perform. I remember watching them on the live. What comp? We were both watching this together on the live stream, right? What's what comp was that? It was a so the last comp MBT competed was ADZ, and they actually. They- they took on first place. Yeah, 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 yeah. Easily at that competition. So, I mean, yeah. I, I remember watching them at that comp. I was really impressed. Because, I mean, I know last year they were struggling just because, like, they lost everyone. But, yeah, um, I mean, but like, no, they... they tr- lost, yeah, they lost, I think... So, I think it was five of us yeah. that graduated. Mm-hmm. Plus a couple girls. As, so, it was five guys. Mm-hmm. Then on top of that, there was, like, a couple of girls who I think had left the team. Yeah. I don't know if they had graduated or, or like, they were done dancing. Mm-hmm. But they kind of faced, like, an issue when you lose... You know, of course, five, six seniors, and we're going to talk about that. Oh, when yeah, yeah, blow yeah. Out. You know, that's like that's a, the bane of the collegiate like, mm-hmm. team's existence. It's like, like they hate like when you are doing so well and you just lose like everyone. half your dancers, yeah, literally half your dancers mm-hmm. in one comp. But yeah, but, uh, so uh, but I mean, yeah, so then like because they lost like half their dancers, they didn't do so hot last year. But this this year when I saw them at ADZ, I was like, shit, this is a new team. Like dancers are trained. Um, set was well put together executions there I did have I did knock that I mean I remember talking to one of the captains I mean he like I did give him a lot of critiques on their formations just because like formations were cool but like they just never hit any of them so but like I mean like I'm assuming if they have a similar set it's been like three like two three months since that performance like I think they'll be solid Um, my Mm -hmm. my um, what's it called my dark horse I'm actually gonna. I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pick somebody a little um, different than definitely most people. I'm gonna go with GT actually. GT is a t- um, um, a bunger team. Off, um, is a collegiate bunger team that has won like a bunch of like tiny comps here and there. Um, they dance in sync 
formations are fine. Set design is kind of cookie cutter. Um, definitely like a newer team. Um, but they don't dance bad. Like they dance well. Um, and I could see them taking it based off of this, uh, this rubric. Just because it is heavily weighted towards execution. They might not dance the best, but they're in sync. They hit their formations. They hit their choreo. They're relatively clean. And I could see them taking it. Um, I'm going to... Uh, Mob. I love Mob. Mob is cool. When they came out to ADZ last year, I was blown away. Was it ADZ? I keep... Whatever comp, they, whatever comp yeah. they beat a line eye at last year. Like I yeah, like I remember I remember watching a live stream and I was talking to um, one of my dancing uh, dancers. Um, his name's Supro. And I was just and we were going back and forth. I was like, listen, Mob is gonna take this. Like that was an amazing set. Like I was it was so creative. I loved it. I actually genuinely loved it. However, and this is something that I will knock Mob forever until they fix it. They just can't get through a set. Like they had the energy, like they they like looked yeah, energetic they, I mean, they and everything. Can't. They're they're it's their set design is great. If you look at some of their formations and the formational designs they do, especially during the prop segments, and they they had one moment last year specifically, and I remember it. It was with the mob. It was with the mob. There was some smaller jaw or something like that. And then they had their dancers move across stage. One of their issues was they did that mechanism twice. If they probably didn't do it twice, they would have hit harder. But they had that moment. But the problem is, this competition, 60% of the rubric is execution. So yeah, and I just it, like, yeah. they're not going to, yeah, just because of that, I have yet in the, okay, well, in the past two to three years, stamina has always been an issue. Like, I always see at least four, three, like, at least half the team, th like, 25% to, like, almost half the team just dead, like, just dead at the end of the performance. And, like, if execution is 60%, 60 points, you're not, you're just, you're not going to get that. SDS and on SDS on the other hand, listen, like I don't mean to be mean. I have plenty of friends on SDS. Uh, I know many of them. However, I mean, just like looking at the last performance, I wasn't very impressed. I mean, again, this is an execution based performance. About Motor City? I don't don't get me. Yeah, in Motor City. But um, watching their MCB set and um, ha like having like listened to it a little bit, like I, I don't know, I wasn't like. It, like this, I saw this issue when when they danced at Clutch too. Is just I, there was nobody killing it. Like Don McGrath, they were clean, they were in sync, they for, set design was good. But I watched it like two to three times, and I don't remember any. I don't remember much. Solely because like nobody was kill, like nobody was like killing it. Like if and, I yeah, that's a big critique. That's actually that's something like a lot of teams miss out on. You can have great, amazing choreo that flows so well, right? You can have all these moments in your set perfectly spaced out, but it doesn't really matter when you have a dancer, when you have, when you have your dancers can't execute it. Sure. And that's like just a, that's a straight up what, what most teams forget a lot of the time is that they don't have, they have like, they have all these moments and they have cool choreo. And I think like another team that that kind of reminds me of is AEG. Like, that's kind of like, they have so many good, they have the, all their dancers know the basics. They know everything. They know exactly how to hit all their moves. They know how to hit a spot. They know how to keep their smile up. They can hit their nakra. But then there's no one like just ripping that move. I mean, I, I like, it's like, and that always takes away. You know, that's like the things that like, you know, Fodge, NJ, you know, and I think even MBT a little bit has gotten better at this. 
when my time was there, we kind of we had those we had those dancers. No, you did like had, yeah, that's actually very good. That's, like that's a very good description. Yeah, yeah, I like that. A lot of those like a lot of those teams just miss out on that. So that's cool and all. You have all this sick like all the sick choreo, these sick ideas, these sick formations. But then it doesn't matter when like no one's hitting it. Yeah. No, I mean yeah. I th- I think that's like one way like one way um another way to phrase it is just like there's not that like there aren't there there isn't that like top Jody top two three one maybe two or three Jodies mm-hmm. that are just like really murdering it like really. I mean, gin- if you look like, at a live set. It's yeah. literally the basic. If you go back to basics of Funkadelic, you go look at a live set. There's always going to be those two guys in the front ripping it, whether they're in red or whatever first Jody is. Mm. It's the same. Um, yeah. Just apply it, at a, you know, in a, in a, in a music. And don't set. get me wrong. Like Sheena, Sheena, and Sheena and Priyanka like did very well at that performance, but like they just didn't like have that extra, like. Mm. But like what I'm saying is that like there there are standout Jodies in, in like a lot of different sets. Uh, like if you look at NJ, um, NJ, the red Jodies, your eyes are always on that red Jody. Who, whatever like squad it is, they're always killing it. Um. Anytime you watch and anytime I watch KPGD, it's I, my eyes are on Sumit and Sumit only, like the entire, like yeah. always. And, um, and the thing like, is, the, and, like you know, a lot really, of like standout really teams. Comes, yeah, it really comes down to it's not that it's so funny because when you say these things, most dancers think, "Oh, I'm saying you're a shitty dancer." That's not the case. That's not the case. No, you're not a shitty dancer. You're a good dancer. Clearly, you're a good dancer. It's that there always is that one step more that and it's kind of like just that last push that those dancers need to make that takes them to the next level i think sds overall just needs to do that kind of every single one of their dancers i think do that. I, th- I think i think a good i think a good comparison is prob and jagmeet like spds spd is a phenomenal team like they dance I mean, they're they a phenomenal one through 12 man. i mean they're a phenomenal one through 12 <laughs> but but like think but tell me tell me you take up Rob, you take up you take out prob and jagmeet is SP is the SP doesn't hit the core doesn't it, hit as hard? No, of it course doesn't. not. No, it doesn't. Prob is an ama- like has an amazing stage presence. When you watch SPD, you watch Prob. You're watching Jugmeet. You're watching those two, and those are like I I don't know. Whenever I'm watching it, those are the only two. And if there wasn't, if those two dancers weren't there, and you just like replace like if you replaced like the um the top two with like the ne- the second Jody, and then just um added like the like added another pair that was perfectly in sync and had the same form and everything. Their set doesn't have that same impact. And I think that's what's missing on SDS and a lot of like younger teams. It's just like, you don't have those standout dancers. Like that really sell the drops and sell the choreo. Yeah. Yeah. It makes it, it takes you like, if you take a look at that rubric, yeah, maybe it's not going to help in your execution, your synchro, because though that doesn't really it's not relevant there but when it comes down to your, your, your i don't i don't know energy and grace has one? like energy and facial expression smile and all that like i think mm-hmm. that and like i think when it's talking about energy and grace i think like nakra and like i think the big thing we're talking about right now is nakra is that like extra level of stage presence and confidence yeah and that's and i mean i think that one team that actually does have that right now and that that we talked about was mob they're, I mean, I'm not saying they're a younger team because it's been wrong for quite quite a bit of time, but Aditya on Mob, oh, true. he really sells no, no. that choreo. Very fair, very you look no. at that Jummer, that mm-hmm. Jummer, 
and I, I'm going to tell you, I'll, I'll tell you exactly those performances, especially at Bruin mm-hmm. and especially at Berg when oh, Mod yeah. did that jumper. Oh, yeah. Oh, if yeah. If it was anyone Everybody else standing their in there Everyone right there doing mind. that jumper, it would not yeah. be the same. It could be even a, yeah. a good dancer from another team. Or like It could be another good dancer from another team. But the way he sells that choreo is what makes that jumper that so memorable. And that's what teams need to start – that's what needs to start happening. You know, we're shifting in a circuit that's becoming execution-based versus creativity-based. If you go and look at set from 2011, 2012, even teams like SGPD was doing, like, gimmicks where they would have their kunde hanging. Or, or NJ did a gimmick where um, they had yo-yos. Oh, yeah. And stuff, uh, from idols. <laughs> oh, but that stuff, you will never see NJ do that. You'll never see a House of Pangada team ever do that. You'll never see SPD do that because of the way the trend in the circuit is. So team needs to start adapting to that. It's not about creativity anymore. It really isn't. It is. Yeah, it is to a certain extent. I, I know, I know what extent. you're saying, but I don't think but you're saying it right. It's a lot of it's about execution, especially if you look at the rubrics that are being put out now. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that – so where NJJ may beat Fodge is maybe they have – NJJ may have a better one through 12 or 16 than Fodge. So that's potentially. Yeah. But I also think that Trog is a very good coach oh, yeah. and has a vision for a set. And I think one of the best choreographers in the circuit. So he's going to make sure that his 1 through 12. Oh, no, for sure. Are, I remember I re- executing it. I remember I remember seeing on uh, fa- anything on his uh, on Facebook. He shared like um, Fodge tryouts, and I like very early in the year, maybe during the summer, and I was just like, ah, shit, we're gonna have to deal with these guys again. Yeah, they're coming back. Okay, so another, so another team is coming back. So now you have BK comes back. Yeah, you have, and it's really funny. All these teams all started around the same time. If yeah, you think about it, yeah, like AEG, FCB, Fertile, um, mm-hmm. BK, Fodge, they all started in like 2007 to 2011 mm-hmm. range. Mm-hmm. All the teams. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want also let's talk about this last team here, MBT. I think we should talk about. Them want to talk about? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they're an interesting. They're a very interesting team. Okay, so this is my former team. Just to give a little bit of background about myself. I danced at MBT from 2012 to 2016. It was um, where I learned Bangladesh, where I started, and I got involved in this whole circuit scene. Um, but since then, I've been quite removed. You know, when you graduate, you graduate college, and you got to move on with life. Um, but I think MBT is. Is a very is it is a team? It's the most interesting team of the year. I don't know if there's really an award for that, but they're they kind of interesting. What do you mean? Nowhere. What do you mean interesting? By interesting, I mean okay. So it was 2016. Um, we had as we were talking about, we had six dancers graduate, or five or six dancers graduate. Um, and it was kind of looking like another one of those years for all those other collegiate teams. But then it was weird because they came out and went 16. At uh at NDC and at uh Bangra Fever, so I you know it's kind of weird when you lose dancers, you don't expect the team to go 16 that next year. Yeah, it was probably a trend set by CMU that year before because I know that after everyone saw they just an Unker go 16, everyone's gonna say, oh yeah, we gotta go 16 because that's you know whoever wins, we follow what they do, and um it was just interesting to see. And then they had that blow performance that just was yeah you know, not their best performance. I'm just going to leave it at that. And then all of a sudden, they come out and they get second at Boston. Just that, yeah, they get second at Boston. They beat VSB. 
And then now they come and they go to ADZ, they get first place. And now they're the late addition to circle, kind of shaking up this lineup, you know? Good point. I do want to get into this, though, about their late addition. So if you checked, uh, I will link the um, post on BTF. But if you weren't aware, MBT applied to Blowout, didn't get in. And they were upset for sure. Um, um, Upset and they posted about it and they were saying how they think that based off their placings and things like that, that they should have gotten into Blowout. Now, looking at the blowout lineup, you got yes. Bruins, CMU, Illini, Northwestern, Spartan, UNC, UVA, and VTech. Out of those teams, Illini, Northwestern, Spartan, UNC, and VTech have placed. Only five of the, te- five of the teams placed. And then what, like, Saab, you want to name the notable exceptions, I mean, the notable removals that we've talked about? And uh, notable ones. Well, the thing is not about like where they placed; it's who they beat. GT Bungada beat VT Bungada. That's that was funny to say. DRP beat Spartan Bungada, and MBT placed at Boston and ADZ. Yeah. So it's the, the notable exclusions. Not just about like okay, these are good collegiate teams. No, they like beat the teams that are in the lineup at reputable comps. You know, you know like. They beat them at, what, like, I think GT Pungada beat Virginia Tech at NKD and DRP beat Spartan at um, Nashville. Yeah. So, I mean, like, so, I don't know. For regardless, me, just, like, regardless of the mind, notable and, and, and the big thing is, like, UNC didn't even make it initially. They made off the wait list. Like, I don't understand that. That blows my mind. You watch because their performances. It just they did a, well. It just all they just becomes a conversation. What? What? This just becomes a conversation of, oh, my team's better because I did this, this, and that. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. For me, it's just, uh, for me, it's, it's just, it, for me, it really, it really bothers me that, like, you can't turn, you can't call yourselves Bangla Nationals and then not have teams that have placed at bigger comps that have placed and beat the teams on your lineup. I, I understand it's not an invitation. I understand that it's based off audition videos, but dude, at the end of the day, you can't just call you. You either drop bunger, you either drop the name collegiate nationals. You just, you, you can't call yourself that if you have this lineup, you just can't. You can't call yourself that when you have zero transparency with your process. That's also the thing. Like, when you're nationals, you just need to have a process behind it, which is fine. Call yourself that, but just make sure you're explaining all the, all the power to you, but make sure you're explaining that why you're calling yourself collegiate Bangladesh nationals. Yeah. But so I, regardless of all this. Yes. Let's get into you know, like who's regardless of who do you think is going to win? Cause I right. think, so let's I go, let's go over this. Let's go over this. Um, Rubric real quick mm-hmm. before we do that. And then get, this rubric. So it's a little, it's divided a little differently than um, Circle City. So there's artistic elements, which have choreography and formations. So choreography, set construction is 10 points. Creativity and originality is 10 points. Formations, execution, 10 points. Creative originality, 10 points. Then you have the technical elements. And under technical elements, you have form, which is 10 points. Energy, grace, and expression, 15. And then synchronization, 15. So I guess you could call that like, execution um then the last 
um, umbrella is impact. So open and close, how strong or the opening and closing routine was, five points. Wow factor and overall impression, 10 points, and then music and mix, five. But so that's how the, the rubric is d divided up. It's really execution based. Well, what wins this comp? Well, what wins? What wins? What like, wins? Blowout is pure impact, and yeah, you're not wrong. Mm -hmm. Pure impact, pure impact. But also, it's the simple like, and this was one of my critiques for Eli and I. You know, at, at, at um, and one of the judges' critiques. You know, it's the simple things at blowout that can really screw a team. And I think the good example of that was UNC last year. I think if they didn't have that guy fall in the front, they would have had a better chance at placing. If they didn't have as many as mistakes, because they had every element, it just sometimes it comes down I felt to so, those little I, things. I felt so bad because it was UNC went seventh and then Cal went eighth. And I remember watching on a live stream and then after the performance, I texted Sa, I was like, listen, there's no fucking possible way anybody can beat you. Like, I was like, that was freaking amazing. And then Cal came on. I was like, uh, Cal was just, they just didn't make mistakes. They were flawless. They were flawless. They had a set. They, if you go back to this rubric, because I think it's a pretty similar rubric from previous years, their set construction was there. They had original moments. Their execution was on point. And again, they had creativity, originality, again, with formations and with choreography. They, they had form. I think they had clearly the best form and grace and expressions of Nakra easily throughout the night. It was that impact that UNC had them beat. But the problem was when you lose those, you can't cover. And, this, and this, that's what's so good about this rubric. You can't cover yourself. You can't just have such great impact and then forget your technical elements and win the competition, which I think does make blowout, which I really like about this rubric. It doesn't let you cover your cover your mistakes up, like by having an amazing gimmick. You know, It kind of does, but not really. You can still have to have those technical elements there. Yeah, so who, who do you got then? For my prediction, I'm actually going to put Illini first, which is it's a common choice. Uh, Illini first, UNC second, and third is Spartan Bungado. Dark horse for this competition is I'm going to put the dark horse is going to be CMU. CMU Bungado. And kind of going back to mm -hmm. why I think Illini, it's really the comp, the real one and two is Illini UNC. You know, UNC did bring up their – I think they brought their cleanliness as a team up from their first semester performances at Berg and the other competition that they went to was GOT. They brought that execution up for Mela as a team. As a team, they brought that up, which is really important. But Illini, I think what they have is that they have this like – they don't make mistakes. They have this kind of flawlessness to their, to their, their set that – they're really clean. They, they are very clean. Very clean. Very they clean. dance the unit. Yeah. The problem the, where their weakness may be, I think, is going to be where UNC can beat them, you know, is going to be that impact. Is going to be impact. But Illini, and just going back based on history, UNC kind of has those moments where they. Just everybody there. just dro everybody drops their mouths and everybody's like, but holy someone, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. But then they, they, they forget that technical element. And if they have what? Three, never mind, they're four days before the comp. That would be my greatest suggestion to them. If it makes sense to drop, to not do a squat, one, if, it, if it's easier to cut like some moment out of your choreo because it's going to be too stamina draining, do it. Play it a little bit safer this time around. You know, that's what I would suggest for, for, for UNC. I would 
I agree with your top two, Illini, UNC, but then I would actually put CMU over Spartan. And why is that? Why is that? One, I mean, I'm obviously biased. Cash is Cash is my boy, and I generally think with the like with the amount of creativity when it comes to like just the amount of shit he just spits out when it, when we doing like choreo sessions for FCB and shit, the guy like can ch- like will change the entire set if he feels like it. I, sorry. I disagree with that though because like as much this as- is this see, um, Sagar Menon has decided to drop in. I'm gonna go for it. Sorry guys. No, that's fine. Um, I agree that while his choreo might be pretty dope, I don't think that their technical execution of that choreo will be on point. They they have a roster of of a lot of new people still learning, and they haven't really competed all too much this semester. But that's fair. Uh, that's fair. Well, I mean, his choreo will be creative. It's just like like Saab was talking about. Execution is a huge thing, especially like competing against UNC and against Illini, like teams that are like for the most part relatively clean with pretty interesting choreo. Mm-hmm. You have to bring both sides of that aspect. It can't just be creativity. Of course, no, no, I, I, I see that entirely, and I can easily see um, Spartan placing over CMU. But um, for me, it's just a matter of like I've seen Spartan like year in year out, like. Dance fine, but like sets, just I I I, I don't want to be mean. I don't want to see them, but it's just like I get very bored watching their sets. Um, I haven't really watched their set from this year. I remember I remember seeing um seeing them at God and be like, this is better, for sure. But I got really bored, and just very quickly. Like I I don't like why if I wa- I, wa- I remember watching their set and just like not really remember having those memorable moments of impact. CMU on the other hand because like the elite I personally think that like I mean ca- like they will have those moments. And like I mean you can you can even look at their, their team I mean it's a different team last year, but you can look at their team last year. They like changed their set dramatically between bl- like competition before blowout and blowout and they had a much more impactful set. And I remember being very surprised like dang, wait, wait, this could this could place. This is what, so much better than I, what I thought they were going to bring. And that's what where I'm coming from is that like I think CMU will have those they won't. I don't think they'll be better executed than Spartan. Spartan has good execution, but it's just Spartan never wows me, and I I have yet to see a performance where they wow me. CMU on the other hand, CMU on the other hand has wowed me, and they like they've proved in my opinion they have a better chance of wowing me. So I'll tell you a little bit, kind of like a background, and I'll tell you why I say Spartan. So for the Spartan, kind of reminds me a little bit when I was on MBT, a little bit, a little bit, like so. Our team was never known for having like these amazing choreo moments. We were never known for having like these these crazy ass sequences. We were known for our consistency and our dancers. Like we were just no, consistent. no, yeah, you're right, you're right. So yeah, we were yeah. consistent. Like we were, we had our, we had like a set creation that flowed. We had, we also went to no, we went to six comps. Oh, I danced I at eight comps in one year, and that was hell. <laughs> That was straight up hell. Never doing that again. I mean, I don't think my knees can handle it anymore. But yeah, eight comps in one year was not fun. But um, yeah, they're they're not they're they're like they're like us. We're kind of like just consistent. We never had those wow moments. But we had the we had the the things that hit the points on the rubric. We played the rubrics smart, relatively relatively. We were you know. So now what Spartan Bungerda is really to win blowout to get that third place how we won it was we just had that one moment in our we got closing. randomly beat out by um 
But even by gaining via GMU was yeah, very G- GMU just they randomly had, showed up. I don't know. I showed up. I don't know where they actually had won the. They won. I think NKD. The yeah, they, yeah they, won, they, they won like one yeah. comp the week before or something like that. Yeah, and they they just but they had those like just those little moments. They just did Fungerda. Then they had those one moments. It's kind of like um, the best way to describe it. The best comparison to like a really elite. But but like, no, but like one thing I'll argue on that with you is like, but those yeah. moments had impact. Those moments, well, they might have been little, but they wowed you. Like, like you know cons- what? It's consistent bungled out, right? No, so but like, but that's that, the thing though. Like they, st- yeah. it still had an impact on you. I like, I don't know. Just like for me, like me watching Spartan, I haven't seen that yet. And like, I, I, I can be proven wrong. I'll be proven wrong. I've, I'm proven wrong. Finally, I've been rooting for Spartan for a while. I also hate y'all, nonetheless, because you put baby powder on our stage before we performed. But um, Sp- like if I'm proven wrong, I'm proven wrong. And I'm glad because Spartan is, has been on the cusp for like years, and they just needed so, that yeah, push. Yeah, it's that one thing. They need that one little thing. I think a lot. I think a lot of it is uh, their Vardia, and I've told a lot of Spartan <laughs> dancers that I think they need to change their Vardia because they just don't. You can do the multicolor, but that multicolor scheme isn't working. You know, it's just not working. It's a little bit. It's not the best appeasing to the eye. And where I would tell, where I would tell them, like. You were just saying, like, you have those wow moments, right? When you're sitting in that judge's chair, right, those wow moments impact you, but they don't win you the comp. It's what happens, like, in between those wow moments, how you you build up to them. I know what, what you, I know, between them that I know, makes that difference. I know what you, and I, I think Spartan Fungerda has that consistency that where where CMU is going to kind of maybe. I know what off. you mean, sir. I know what you mean, sir. I know exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean, Sub. I get that, but I like I knowing what you're saying. I still have yet to see that. Like personally, so I haven't. Mean the comp, I, gonna surprise us, I mean, yeah, if they surprise me, they surprise me. I'm like, I'm happy if they do. Um, but like, that's just where I stand. Um, all their teams that definitely have a shot, according to BTF, Bruins a favorite too. I haven't seen their performance. I have not seen a Bruin. I haven't seen yet. a Bruin perform. But yeah. I mean, I guess that's where that is. Uh, okay. Do you think this is a low? So I want to ask you this. This is a question. Do you think this is a low point? Like one of those, you know, every year, Collegiate Bangada, it's kind of, it's, you know, because people graduate and all that. And, you know, it's kind of like. I will fight you, you can't on keep the, it consistent. Like, okay, so I'll say Do this. Do you think it's a low point for Collegiate Bangada? So this conversation this pops up every single year. And I'll say this, like. OSU, like after that, they had a very good run last year. They just retired. And so, like, they're like a big team from last year just kind of dropped off. Um, UNC had a lot of people graduate, and a lot of a lot of dancers are like I know I know a few of them are taking their MCAT during this past like semester. But then you know like some dancers um, dance on KBGD and some on DDR, and so like it seems like they're kind of weak. But I think they'll sh- they'll have a much bigger impactful performance at um at the at blow but then so cmu was like kind of a similar thing where it's just like cmu is a really hard school and i just know a lot of them kind of like pack like hunkered down for like most of spring semester and then they'll show up again for blowout so i know like three or four they're like older dancers are coming back for blowout after like kind of like hunkering down and making sure their grades are on point past few years it's just like this teams have graduated 
uh, like, I mean, older people have graduated and like all the three, the three big teams that kind of like dominated the conversation, um, the collegiate circuit conversation for the past like year or two, they just, they all rebuilt or like kind of went silent all at once. I don't think it's a, I don't think it's just, it's just a cycle. It's just like, it kind of goes up and down all the time. I, I guess if you really want to be specific, like, like use a definition, I guess, yes, it's a low point. But I mean, that, that being said, I mean, like teams go up and down. And if you just have three of the biggest teams just kind of drop off all at once, like this, it's going to seem like a low point, but that doesn't mean that like, it won't come back. Like, it won't get better. I mean, a line eyes, like I, I would, I like if they were dancing like this last year, I would put them in contention for placing. Like I, I put this, I would put this as years a low point for a different reason though. And I'll tell you this why. I'll tell you. I'll tell you why. Past 2015, 2016, 2016, 2017, those two years. Okay, those are most recent collegiate Bangladesh years. It's a different mentality with these collegiate teams. I'll tell you this. These teams are going to competitions to get a trophy, not going to those competitions to test their limits. When we went, MBT, 2015, 2016, we went up against FCB, okay, at at, Buc- at Mela. We lost. Yeah, we lost. We put up a fight, though. We put up a fight. <laughs> and and the same thing happened. And CMU went up against FCB. Same thing against CMU went up against AEG at NDC, beat them. These teams pushed their limits. They actually tested themselves. Like, can we beat these teams? Same thing, again, happens the next year. The only team this year that actually has gone up against like a very, very good lineup is UNC, and that was Berg. The, all these other collegiate teams have only gone against other collegiate teams or lineups that were relatively weaker. And that's kind of what I mean by a low point. DC, it's funny because like these, teams, I, I, these teams are actually good enough to like win big comps. You know, like I think Alina is good enough to beat a lot of all like, private teams, but they're just not test. They never tested themselves. They go to these small lineups that you know don't have as much strong of a roster to kind of get a trophy, but not really test themselves. And by a low point, that's what I mean. Okay. Th- I don't know. I no- feel. I feel like nowadays. I feel like nowadays there's like. All the independent, I mean, I know this happens. I mean, like, you know, this happens. All the independent yeah. teams will call each other up, like, yo, we're going to Berg. You going to Berg? We want to be, be we want to go beat you. <laughs> that was literally Berg this year. Whatever. <laughs> that was Berg this year. Like, I, I mean, like, we got yeah, calls yeah, from you, calls from got calls from yeah, AG. Yeah, yeah, let's all go to, let's all go to Berg and fuck up shit. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's all, that's literally what happens. And what do you think happened for Bruin this year? Like, everybody, every, I mean, Bruin's a different con because it just always attracts talent and like everybody knows who's going to go regard, like just from like, oh, I, I heard from this person. But like, there isn't that comp in the middle of the year where like collegiate, um, collegiate dancers, like not, no, just like, there's not a lot of room for them. I mean, UNC yeah, guys. I see that. Yeah, I see that. I mean, and also just, a, I, I also think, think that the there's just like just there aren't as safe. many independent teams anymore. Yeah. They're just yeah, like, they're that. just playing it safe though. This is a year they're playing it safe. Yeah, a lot of the collegiate teams. They're no, not like no, no. I'll say this is just not yeah. independent teams. Just aren't competing as much anymore. Like we like. We oh, we t- I say we're competing a lot. Okay, you are. <laughs> I mean, but like I mean, y- y'all finally kind of started hitting a stride now. But I mean, in general. Like, I, I think you're the exception, not the norm. I think independent teams don't want to go to too many comps all, all the time because it's just like, shit, we need to bring a new set every single time. If we don't like wow the entire circuit at a competition, we're done. Or like, we, like, we, don't, want, we don't want to have that like, that like, pre- like that negative press, you know? 
Like you, like, you don't want to like lose at a comp. Pretty you, much. I, I, I don't want to say that because lose. I mean we'll go and compete against tough lineups. I mean we get second all the fucking time. I mean that doesn't stop us from like going up against <laughs> SPD or shit. You know, um, like, but and it doesn't stop you. I mean you're on for delay. Um, but like you go to compete and you go to compete against good like a good competition. But at the same time, it's just like we can't compete as much anymore because there's a different expectation for independent teams. We have to go and bring up a new set that wows the circuit and is super creative and it puts a new direction. Collegiate teams just go and build, build their dancers and they use basically iterations and variations and permutations on the same set and then just train for, blow, um, train for blowout. That's you can lose. I, you, you I think that's. I'll tell you that. That's what happened this year. You can lose. You can lose past, every single competition, not. and if you place a blowout, you're a success. Yeah, and the, yeah, your your success. I mean, I think Cal they won a bunch, but then they got that first blowout, and that's what cemented them. But really, at that same time, it's kind of like it's like they're playing it smart. Most of these collegiate teams, they're doing that. But, but at the, the same, same time, time, they're not putting, putting themselves in a position to take where they're going to lose that competition. Right. No, I, yeah, you're, you're not wrong yeah. about them also playing it safe. There's just like, I feel like there's, it's, so, it's like, like, there's so many external factors this year going into like everything that has just made it seem like there's more of a lull than I think there has been, if that makes sense. All right. Well, we're definitely running out of time, so we're definitely going to have to wrap it up here, but. So this was another another episode of the Bongara podcast. Uh, if you liked anything we we talked about, we're trying new things with the podcast. We're doing judges reviews. We're doing we're going to try to do more of these um, comp previews and things like that. If you like this, let us know. Comment, sub, um, comment, subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Sob is Sob is also single, so. Um, y'all want to hit him up <laughs> but I mean like if, if you like anything we're doing please let us know if you want to see different topics talked about if you want to see us do different things let us know um, on that note um, this is Umar Qureshi this is Saab Grover hey everyone out there go uh, give uh, Detroit uh, Folk Arts uh, a follow on Instagram a like on Facebook it's a new uh, academy in Detroit that many of the Fertile Shakin dancers uh, Fertile Shakin is starting up um, so yeah this is going to do a little plug there. <laughs> All right. Cool. Um, thanks for listening and see you soon.